Hello and welcome to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. I'm Mitch Horton and you're listening to the Victory Church Daily Podcasts, a short message designed to help people become all that God created them to be and live their life to the fullest. We cover a variety of topics all centered around practical Christian living. We keep this podcast completely free so that it's accessible to everyone. All that we ask is that if you enjoy it, please share it and leave us a review. This helps us get our message out. Thanks for listening. Now let's go get to it. Hello and welcome to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. This is Pastor Mitch Horton with you again today. And I hope you're uh, making it a great day today. I uh, got up this morning and had an awesome time with the Lord. And uh, I just tell you, if you don't do that, I started years and years ago getting up early and spending the first portion of my day reading the Word, and then in prayer. And, and, you know, you come away from that place, you know, the idea is take your challenges, your issues, your stuff. Go before the throne of God. Go to His Word, because the Word will minister life to you. It's like spiritual food. And then once you spend some time in the Word, go, go to God in prayer. I have a place I pray. I get on my knees. And, y'all, I'm telling you, Time and time again, I've come away from that place. I've gone to that place upset, burdened, challenged, concerned, worried, whatever, but come away from that place lifted, refreshed, blessed, helped, prepared. And that's, you know, that's, that's, my, that's my experience today. So I hope you do that on, in your regular life. Hey, let me encourage you uh, to uh, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. Uh, we just want to know that you're listening and also encourage you to share it with your friends. I want to get this word out to as many people as possible. And we'd love to hear from you. Email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. Love to hear your comments, questions, and uh, I'd love to hear from you. I've been talking about healing the past uh number of weeks, and I'm still not done. I've got a long way to go, still a little further to go, and uh, because this is such a, a subject so necessary today. So many people are living in fear because of the coronavirus and such, and, and it's not the will of God for any of us, listen, to cower down in fear like the rest of the world. Yes, we have the problems and challenges that the rest of the world has, but guess what? We've got supernatural answers, not just natural answers, and while you know, thank God for doctors, medicines, nurses, hospitals, and the like. You know, we also have the power of God, and we have the Word of God at our disposal. And God can reach places in our lives that no medicine can, nobody else can. And the Spirit of God can show us what to do uh, when we need healing for our physical body. So we've been talking about healing in an extended, prolonged way on purpose. I want to encourage you, if you haven't heard what came before Keep listening. Let me cover very quickly. Uh, I'm on part eight today. The first seven parts we've already covered. We talked about um, uh, how healing comes, healing through spiritual gifts or healing by faith in the finished work of Jesus on the cross. That's part one. Part two, we talked about three reasons Christians are sick, which is lack of knowledge of the word about healing, uh, weak faith or disobedience. Part three, 
Uh, we talked about seven reasons that you can know that healing is always the will of God. Part four, we talked in detail about the healing covenant where God, where God revealed himself as Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our physician. Part five, we looked at healing in the atonement of Christ. We went to Isaiah 53, the great redemptive chapter of the Old Testament, where it reveals Jesus not only as our savior from sin, but our healer from sickness and disease. And then part six, we took some time and talked about practically how to receive healing by faith. Uh, part seven, we have just finished talking last time about planting the seeds of health and healing. Healing is no more difficult to understand than understanding a farmer who tills the soil, who plants the seed, and then harvest season comes, he reaps a harvest. If you can understand how to plant a seed, you can understand what to do to receive healing that you need from the Lord. Today, part eight, we want to talk about healing hindrances. Now, you know, healing is the will of God, but sometimes there are things that we do that hinder God's power from working in us. I want to begin to address those today. Uh, there's a lot of information here, and boy, it's uh, really, really important. So I'm going to have to slow her down a little bit in some of this, so take it a little bit of time to get through this, but I think it'll be great. Healing hindrances, four major uh, categories of healing hindrances. Number one, negative emotions. Number two, misuse of the body. Number three, unforgiveness. And then number four, disobedience. Let me say it again. Four major categories uh, of hindrances uh, for God's healing power working in us. Number one, negative emotions. Secondly, misuse of the body. Thirdly, unforgiveness. And then fourthly, disobedience. And we're going to take them one at a time and discuss, discuss them in good detail. Today, I, I may not get completely through this, but we're going to start. Uh, let's talk about negative emotions. Even though God's healing power is available, even though Jesus took our sicknesses when he took our sins, there's some things that we can do that actually are like roadblocks that keep God's healing power from working in us in a thorough way and, and, and helping us overcome illness, sickness, or attacks of the enemy when they come. Much sickness and disease are in results, listen to this, of prolonged anger, hatred, fear, worry, and a sense of guilt. So these are internal things. These, these produce emotional pain. Again, Proverbs 14.30, a peaceful heart leads to a healthy body, but jealousy, and that word jealousy is translated various ways, uh, is like cancer of the bones. Uh, again, uh, amplified says a calm and undiscerned disturbed mind and heart are the life and health of the body, but envy, jealousy, and wrath are like rottenness to the bones. Message paraphrase, a sound mind makes for a robust body, but runaway emotions corrode the bones. And so, you know, I'm going to, uh, I've got more I want to share, but just want to bounce off of this. A peaceful heart leads to a healthy body. Proverbs 14.30, New Living Translation. But jealousy, wrath, runaway emotions, message paraphrase says, um, are like rottenness or cancer in the bones. It challenges health when we're not emotionally healthy. Now, I've made this statement so many times. Let me say this. Listen, what happens to, to me and you in life is not as important as what we choose to do with it. Let me say it again. What happens to me? 
is not as important as what I choose to do with it and what you choose to do with it. So, again, how we process what happens, that's emotional things. Those are internal things. And those internal things, if we don't process it properly when challenging things happen, it can cause a roadblock to physical healing. Let me give you, um, so so an encouragement is don't internalize pain. If I choose to internalize pain, somebody says something, something's happened. I've experienced something in life. Maybe you've experienced divorce, separation, maybe a death. Maybe someone's uh, disappointed you. Someone's uh, made you angry. Somebody's done, and they know they've done you wrong. And if you internalize emotional pain, It'll cause you problems physically. Let me give you an illustration here before we go any further. And again, I've got a lot of information. We may have to start back uh, next time to, to finish this particular one up. But listen to this. So uh, back in, I started uh, uh, riding uh, bicycles on the Noose River Trail in, in 2012 and had been riding uh, for a number of months. So it came around to January 2013. It was a Fairly chill winter day. Uh, this was January. Let me get the date. January 11th. I got all these date things in my head. It's funny. Uh, January 11th, uh, 2013 was a Friday. And I was, uh, I was preparing to go to um, uh, Ethiopia. So let me make a long story short. So anyway, I packed my bags and all that. It had been a misty kind of a day, a kind of a rainy day. I was fairly new in the biking thing. We had a, uh, there were some new trails on the Noose River Trail. And, and there were some, some bridges that had brand new wood on them, and, and so they're a little bit slippery. So uh, at the time, I didn't have a road bike. I had a mountain bike, which had larger tires, and I thought, well, I'll, I'll be able to make it on the trail. So anyway, after I had packed for my trip to Africa that afternoon, I said, well, I'll get on my bike. It, you know, it stopped raining. It's still a bit misty wet. I didn't realize what was about to happen. So six and a half miles into my, into my trip, um, on a 90-degree turn, I was going a little too fast. I fell in that turn. And when I fell, um, my left shoulder hit a piece of metal that joined the bridge uh, to, to, uh, to the wood portion of the trail, and the bridge was cement. Well, my, my, uh, my, left, my left arm hit that. When it did, it broke my left arm in two. The humerus bone there is one of the largest bones in the body. It broke. And y'all, I can't describe how much it hurt. I can still remember hitting, you know, I turned the 90-degree turn, my, my front wheel slipped, and when I hit the ground, I'm, I'm telling this for a reason, when I hit the ground, I had a helmet. You should always wear a helmet. My helmet hit the ground, and it jarred my head really hard, and it jarred my jaw, and I, my jaws just clenched together because of the impact when I fell. I, I heard the bone break, and, uh, and so I lay there for a few minutes, and while I lay, and of course, you know, I got up later on, and, uh, and, and, you know, long short of it was, went to the hospital, had my arm bandaged up. I made a clean cut up break with my humerus or my, my left arm, the humerus bone. And uh, anyway, the other thing that I didn't realize, another, another thing happened that was fairly significant. While I was laying there, uh, just before I got back up, I was out just a few seconds and then came to an old boy pain. Uh, but I noticed there was grit in my mouth after the fall. And... Um, I said, well, that's weird. And so I think what, you know, so, so I looked later on after I got back from, from the uh, emergency room, get my arm dealt with, looked, and uh, I just chipped a little tiny, tiny portion of uh, uh, one of the bottom teeth on the, on the front right side of my mouth. I forget all the names of these teeth. I'm not a dentist. Nonetheless, uh, I thought no more about it and, and went on my way, and, you know, the arm healed. 
over a period of weeks and such and had to put it in a sling and all. And uh, that's so May of 2013, I woke up one morning and, and uh, you know, one of my, we call them eye teeth on the right-hand side, boy, it was giving me some terrible, terrible pain. So, uh, I mean, so much so I couldn't concentrate, called the dentist, went into the dentist, and, and here's what he said. Tell me, tell me what you've done to that tooth. And then he said, I noticed the tooth right up underneath it. He said, uh, he said I noticed that it looks like a, a little tiny sliver, very small, has, has uh, been broken off the top. What happened? So I told him about my fall. And he, listen to this, y'all. Here's what, here's what he said. He said, well, here's what happened. He said, the fall didn't bother, bother the, your bottom tooth there on the front right because, um, because um, the energy of the fall was displaced by uh, just a small sliver breaking off, and that displaced the energy. So it literally didn't go down into the tooth and the root of the truth. But when you jarred your jaw, I told him the whole story, when you jarred your jaw, uh, the energy of the fall, when your jaw banged together, um, the bottom tooth displaced it by slivering a little bit, and I tasted the grit in my mouth. He said, but the, the, the impact of that fall and the energy released, it went up into that, that top tooth. I call it the eye tooth there. And he said, it has taken several months, but it killed the root of your tooth. Now, what, what happened? Uh, my, the, the energy of that fall went into my tooth. It went into my body. It went into the root of the tooth and killed the tooth. And you know, he told me a story. He said, uh, my dentist told me a story of a, of a guy uh, many, many years ago, 20-something years ago, who, uh, who was one of his patients and had been hit in the mouth with a, with a baseball or softball, one or the other. And boy, I mean, it just, boy, such a trauma to his mouth. At the moment, it seemed like he was going to be okay, but here's what he said. Because of the trauma and because the energy of the, the speed of that ball hitting his mouth and, and it going into the roots, he lost all of his teeth over a period of time because of the excessive trauma uh, of that going up into the root system of his teeth, and his body actually absorbed the energy of the impact of the ball. Boy, oh boy, y'all! When he told me what happened to my tooth, and I had to have a, I had a root canal and all that, and I still have the original tooth. It just doesn't have a root to it, but it hasn't darkened or anything. So, boy, it really it brought this verse home to me. A, a peaceful heart leads to a healthy body, you know, but but. Envy, jealousy, wrath are like rottenness to the bones. A, a, a sound mind makes for a robust body, but runaway emotions corrode, corrode the body. So again, uh, again, you know, when, when trauma happens, if I choose to internalize it, when, I, when raw emotions happen, I stay angry, I stay hurt, uh, I remain in pain because of whatever traumatic experience I've had with other people, if, if I allow that to be internalized by me, I, I, I'm going to hurt myself physically. It's going to harm my physical health. Again, what happens in life is not as important as what we choose to do with it. And y'all, I, I just want to encourage you. Maybe you're, maybe you're listening to me right now, and maybe, maybe you've gone through a divorce or a separation, or maybe there's a death in the family, or maybe there's a close friend that, is, uh, that has uh, has has you know, walked away from you, maybe, um, 
Uh, maybe you've been abused in various ways um, and you've carried that burden. Listen, you got to deal with it. A lot of people, the way they deal with trauma is by doing nothing with it. And they think, well, you know, time heals wounds. No, it doesn't. No, what happens if you don't deal with those emotional things? They'll get down on the inside and they will chew you up and they will hurt you physically. So again, we don't deal with emotional trauma by ignoring it. See, just like the impact of my fall when I fell on my bike, it went up into that top tooth and eventually killed the root. See, slowly, slowly, many people are, are dying at quote, quote, unquote, dying an emotional death because they're choosing not to deal with hurt, pain, anger, and all of these emotions that are runaway emotions. And they, and they harm us physically. If Maybe that's you today and, and there's some things that you need to deal with in your own life. I'm going to come back to this. There's so much here. I hardly got started on this subject of uh, emotional pain. Uh, I need to go hear some more. I've, I've got so many stories about it, but I just want to encourage you. Look, listen, really, if somebody's hurt you. Some, the best thing you'll ever do is, is get before God and pour your heart out. Tell him what happened and ask him to heal you and forgive the people who have caused you abuse, who caused you pain, who have hurt you, who have disappointed you. You know, I have to do that constantly as a pastor and uh, just as a believer. And, you know, all of us need to. And, you know, God can help you. also encourage you. Sometimes you just need another trusted friend. Uh, maybe it's your pastor. Maybe it's another trusted friend. Sometimes, uh, you know, Christian, uh, Christian ministry and counseling can help if it's something that's been there a long time and it's very, very deeply embedded. You see, these things are roadblocks. Emotional pain, listen, can be a real roadblock to healing. I, there's so much here. And can I just pray for you a minute? Now, all of us need to deal with these kinds of things, and there'll never be a time in life unless you're a, you, you live in a cave isolated from everybody that you're not going to be, be uh, um, uh, you know, challenged by what other people do and how other people treat you. So, Lord, I just pray for me and all of us that are, are listening to this uh, podcast today. Lord, work deeply in us. And, and, Lord, if there are people that still cling to us, their actions cling to us, and we've internalized those just like my body internalized the, the, the trauma of falling and then it went up into the root of my tooth and killed my tooth. Now, Lord, there may be those that are listening, and, Lord, there have been trauma, traumatic things. Lord, let the Spirit of God enable each one of us to take the hurtful, traumatic things of life, instead of internalizing them, place them in your hands and fully forgive in the name of Jesus. Lord, may we take some time to get into your presence. And I'm asking you, let the healing balm of heaven, the Holy Spirit, minister life to each one of us today. God bless you. I, uh, we'll, we'll take this up again next time. And I've uh, got so much to share. I hope you have a great day. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. I hope that you were able to get something out of the message today. Be sure to tune in daily Monday through Friday for more messages like this one. You'll also find our church sermons posted here from Sundays and Wednesdays. Let me also encourage you to get involved in a local church. The Bible consistently stresses the importance of getting plugged in with a group of like-minded believers. If you're local to Raleigh, you can check out our church services here at Victory Church on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m., or Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Lastly, you want to reach out with some questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments, you can email me at pastor 
at VictoryChurchRaleigh.com. Before you leave, please make sure that you subscribe and go leave us a review. Each review goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Thanks for listening. Now go out there and be all that God created you to be.